Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Blessed Palm Sunday, this is episode number 292 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Dead Bones Can Live Again, Part 4. This is the last week on our topic for this month. To gain a better understanding of what is shared today, I would appreciate it if you would go back and listen to the previous podcast. I'm glad that you're here today, though. We've been looking at Ezekiel chapter 37 regarding a vision that God had given Ezekiel on how he was going to restore the nation Israel back to their land and back to him. The bottom line of all of it was that they would know that he is the Lord, the mighty one, their deliverer, and the one true God. The familiar phrase, you will know that I am the Lord, is repeated twice in the scriptures that I'm going to share today, and it emphasizes the miraculous nature of their revival. In Ezekiel chapter 37, in verses 1 to 10, Ezekiel reported the vision, and then in verses 11 to 14, he interpreted the vision. So today we're going to look at the final verses of 11 to 14, which are the interpretation of what Ezekiel had prophesied before these verses. Okay, so here's what it says. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones represent the people of Israel. They are saying, we have become old, dry bones. All hope is gone. Our nation is finished. Therefore, prophesy to them and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. O my people, I will open your graves of exile and cause you to rise again. Then I will bring you back to the land of Israel. When this happens, O my people, you will know that I am the Lord. I will put my spirit in you and you will live again and return home to your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken, and I have done what I said. Yes, the Lord has spoken. These verses that I just read interpret the vision that was given to Ezekiel. God told him that it was about the nation Israel that was in captivity at that time. Like unburied skeletons, the people were pouting and saw no end in their judgment. The exiled Israelites appeared to be useless 
as hopeless and lifeless as those dried bones. In these verses, they said, our hope is gone. And I addressed last week in regard to hope. So please go back again and listen. The surviving Israelites felt their national hopes had been dashed and that Israel had died back in Babylon when they were attacked and that they had no hope of resurrection. The reviving of the dead bones signified Israel's national restoration. The vision showed that Israel's new life depended on God's power, not outward circumstances. And when God restores Israel nationally, he will renew them spiritually as well. He would put his spirit in Israel. The breath of life those standing bodies received symbolized the Holy Spirit. The receiving of the Holy Spirit was promised to Israel within that new covenant. And you can see that before chapter 37, if you would read chapter 36, verses 24 to 28. This promise was fulfilled partially, but the Israelites residing in Palestine today are not the fulfillment totally of this prophecy but it's going to be fulfilled when God regathers believing Israelites to the land when Christ returns to establish his kingdom. So as a quick review for this month, I hope that you have, number one, identified the dry bones in your life. Number two, that you have identified any loss of hope, any discouragement, any disappointment that you may have with God. Three, that you have invited and yielded to the Holy Spirit so that he can breathe life back into your situation because you have invited God into your situation, into your life, speaking to and declaring victory in the spirit over your own dead bones. And then number four, that you are patiently and humbly allowing God to restore this area of your life, even if it is one step at a time. Number five, that you are holding on to your hope and trusting in God. Number six, that you're drawing closer to him and knowing that he truly is your Lord and sovereign king over everything. And number seven, by faith, you're thanking him for the restoration and deliverance, even before you see any evidence of it. You're trusting him. You know that he loves you and that he's going to take the dead bones and he is going to work it out so it would be for your blessing and for his glory. Do you remember the story of Lazarus in John chapter 11? In verses 17 to 26, it states, on his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now, Lazarus was a close friend of Jesus, and he had died. And his sisters had sent uh, help to Jesus to ask that Jesus would come and heal their brother Lazarus before he died. But Jesus had delayed coming to Lazarus, and now it has been four days since Lazarus had died and been placed in the tomb. Okay, let's pick up with verse 18. Now Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary 
to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Now, did you hear that? Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whosoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Jesus reminded Martha that the resurrection was not an event. The resurrection was Jesus himself. That Jesus is the resurrection and the life for each one of us. Do you believe that Jesus is the resurrection and the life for you? If you do know him as your Lord and Savior, that is wonderful because that is ultimately what he desires for you to understand in raising any dead bones in your life. It's not about the things he can provide for you. It's about knowing him and having a close relationship with him, with having him as your Lord. I pray that you know that he is your Lord in a way that you've never knew him before. And may you know and trust his power, his greatness, his majesty, and glorify him in your life today and always. If you do not know our Lord and Savior, I pray that you would understand what is written in John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And then verse 17 says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You see, we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all have become disobedient in one way or another. And that disobedience has caused a separation between us and a holy God. Yet God loves us and would not have us separated from him. So he sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, that he would pay our sin debt. And in paying our sin debt, he was crucified, died, buried, but rose again the third day, showing that he had victory over death and all sin. And anyone who puts their faith and trust in that work that Jesus did on their behalf through his death, burial, and resurrection, if they believe that Jesus paid their sin debt, took their sin penalty, the penalty that they deserved and the suffering that they deserved, he took it upon himself on behalf of them, and they believe that, and they trust Jesus for eternal life, and they trust Jesus as their Lord and Savior, asking him to forgive them of their sin and asking him to please save their soul and to become their Lord. Anyone who does that, even today at this moment, will be able to have everlasting life 
to know that they are, when they take their last breath, that they're going to be with God in heaven. And God wanted us to have that assurance. And so he wrote the word of God, the Bible, so that we would have the assurance that we do not have to be separated from God if we would ask him to forgive us of our sins and to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. You can pray a prayer right now and ask God to do that. And if you would do that, you can have assurance that he will give you the power to overcome any dead bones in your life. Well, go to our website given at the end of this podcast if you want to learn more about having new life in Jesus Christ. You'll see the information on the homepage of our website. Dead bones, goodbye. New life in the spirit, hello. And I pray that you're able to say that with me today. Come back next week and have a blessed Palm Sunday and a glorious Resurrection Day celebration. And in knowing what Jesus did on all of our behalf, we can smile because Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.